You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, and welcome to your superpowered mind. This is Kristen Maxwell, and in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I am going to be talking to Susan Burrell about the process of becoming empowered. Susan Burrell is an author, podcast, speaker, and coach who works with strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt. She helps them uncover their brilliance and inner love, access their inner wisdom, and clarify their truths. She is the author of Live an Empowered Life and the host of the podcast, Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. This is something I, and I know about a trillion other people could use. So Susan, welcome to your superpowered mind. Oh, thanks, Kristen. It's a joy to be here with you. Thank you. You know, my, my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? That's a big question, man. That's a really <laughs> big question. Um, I, I, that's an ongoing journey, right? But I think the thing for me wasn't so much mastering my mind, but my intention. And my intention was to come out happier, healthier, and more in love with myself going through divorce than when I entered in. And so I think that the superpower that uncovered itself uh, by means of all of that turmoil that's a very, very kind word, um, <laughs> uh, was that I, once I broke down all the protection devices around my mind and my heart, I realized that I'm actually an intuitive healer. And I had, you know, all my life just had uh, kept that hidden and didn't even, even from myself. So that I think is my superpower, be, being an intuitive healer and empath. Who knew? Who knew? Yes. Isn't that funny? I know. I started as a litigation attorney. So oh my go. gosh, you poor thing. Yeah, exactly. And I even liked it. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. Well, what I love that you just brought up there is mastering your intention. What does that mean? Because that's not something people talk about. You know, we... What you sort of did is you, you wanted to be happier and healthier. Yes. And, and so how did you go about starting to get that mastery, breaking down, again, as I love the words, the protective devices? Yeah. So, you know, and it's kind of what's going on right now, it, um, whenever this airs, it's 2020 is about breaking down chaos, being sequestered you know, all that. And um, so what was happening for me when I was going through, uh, well, realizing my marriage was over and then going through the divorce process, um, I realized that I did have these protective devices that actually, you know, kind of kept me um, safe in a way that wasn't necessarily healthy, you know, because it, it 
caused me to disengage in that previous relationship with my husband, my ex-husband. But um, the intention for me was to really come out whole, right? To, to really kind of find all the pieces of myself that I, I didn't know, or I had lost track of. And, um, and when, when, you know, again, it's never a done deal. It's never, you know, the end game isn't the end game until however many lifetimes you come back. Right. Right. (laughs) But, um, it, the mastering of my intention meant that how I was focusing my awareness and, you know, and some people say it's your mind. It, for me, it's my awareness that comes from the center of my heart. And where am I focusing it? Am I allowing fear and anger to run my heart and keep me safe by putting up barriers and blocks? Or am I allowing myself to be vulnerable and vulnerable in, this, in, in a way that, yes, it does get painful and, and, and the pain and I used to hate this phrase, that phrase, uh, no pain, no gain. I hated it. Mm-hmm. But um, having walked this journey now, it's kind of true because in the pain, you get to really clarify who and what you are and why you're here. And so that to me was mastering my intention. My intention was to become, my intention was to be free, happy, and loving myself more than I ever had before in my life. And, um, oh gosh, Kristen, maybe I did master because when I, when all was said and done on the day I got that final divorce paper, I was free and happy and loving myself more than I ever had. And then I met uh, my next, the love of my life the next day. So, you know, I think that the mastering your inner life, mastering your inner uh, awareness in a way that continues to focus it towards conscious growth, conscious evolution, conscious transformation. Um, It's no easy task, but for me, that's the only way I want to live my life. Being conscious, awake, happy, feeling love and joy and, you know, all those Dancing through the meadows. Right. Yes, butterflies. Right. Yes. Okay. And there, there's a lot there that I'm wanting to break down because in terms of this process of people becoming empowered themselves, like we want, I could see a lot of us saying, yeah, I want to break down these protective devices around my heart. I want to be able to focus my awareness from my heart. But I have all these other beliefs and traits and habits that drag me back and out and away from that. And I want to go into that, but we have to take a break first. (laughs) Okie dokie. So before we do, I know you um, recently wrote a book, Live an Empowered Life. Where can people learn more about you and your book and what you have going on around that? Okay, so um, my book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. Uh, You can find it on my website, susanburrell.com, B-U-R-R-E-L-L.com, among all the other things that I've got going on. 
but you can also get it through Amazon. And the one thing I want to say, tell everybody, it's not a book you read and then you, you kind of get some gems and you think you're really healed. It is a workbook because I, I had to do the work. My belief is everybody else has to do the work. Yes, it definitely is. And that's, yeah, we'll go to break, but that is one of the things that you know, myself, my clients, it's like, wait, do I have to go back and keep working on this? Mm. You know, isn't it just going to go away? And when am I going to just switch over magically? And it's practices. Yes. So anyway, we'll go into that in a moment. Um, hang tight. We'll come back. We'll talk more to Susan Burrell about becoming empowered. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. So I'm, I'm really wanting to dig now down into this sort of process of breaking down the devices and finding, getting rid of this self-doubt that will allow people to be, feel more empowered. And where is it that you would start? Let's say somebody says, I am feeling pretty trapped in my life, which a lot of us, I think, may with covid with everything that's going on, maybe not trapped in their life, but an aspect. I guess. Mm. Where where do you suggest people start? Well, okay, so I'm hearing a song from <laughs> The Sound of Music in my head. You start at the very beginning. You so you start right where you are. And um, and it can be feeling trapped in a marriage or a job. It could be having very low self-esteem and maybe depression. You just start right where you are because there isn't any magic pill or a fairy godmother dust or any of that stuff. <laughs> and, um, and basically, I encourage people, um, if, if people are journalers, I encourage them to, to write the garbage in their head, write the story out because part of what keeps us stuck or imprisoned, or I like to say shackled, part of what keeps us shackled to what it is we don't like about ourselves or our lives is the story that we run in our head. And so I encourage my, my clients and uh, the people that are working my book to get the garbage out first, because mm -hmm. you cannot, you know, I mean, think of, think of a chalkboard that's got tons of different things written all over it. You can't add anything to that chalkboard, right? You have to erase it. And so you start by getting the garbage out of your head. And it's not so you can reread and go, yeah, I'm right and he's wrong. And, you know, it's not to, to look at the black and white thinking. It's to get the black and white thinking um, kind of out so you can begin to uh, paint whatever the canvas of your life wants to be. 
And you only know that, or you can only begin to hear what it is your divine destiny or blueprint or soul urge is when you quiet the mind. And so writing it out and shutting the book, or you can even burn the pages if you want, I don't care, Mm -hmm. helps to calm the mind enough because the mind's not in charge. The mind's not in charge. The mind's the thing that wants to mess us up. The mind's the thing that wants to keep us safe. The mind's the thing that thinks, you know, the mind is the know-it-all. And and if you've ever been around somebody who's a know-it-all, boy, it's not fun to be around. And so I encourage people to drop from their head to their heart because the heart is the place of truth with a capital T. Um, The heart is the place of your inner wisdom and your guidance system, that intuition that helps you make better choices, helps you make consistent better choices, and also helps you, um, well, like we said at the beginning, master your intention, bring it into reality, um, allow that creative urge that's within you to be fully expressed. And so you have to drop from the head to the heart to really begin to learn how to be fully you. And in that is where, that's where I find my empowerment, at least being fully me. Right. Right. And, and so what, one of the questions that always, that's coming up for me is yes, the stories. I mean, the stories that you tell about what is going on, the meaning that you're giving to your life, who you are, what's happening to you, why it's happening that's what creates your reality. And so you get it out, you become aware of it. And that is super, I mean, super empowering right there. And then let's say somebody doesn't know how to get, find their heart. How do you, how do you guide them with that? Okay. So, um, I am, Uh, Okay, so I'm just going to speak from my experience. Okay, Kristen. So when I was going through divorce, and it was messy and mucky, and I thought I would, who would want this middle aged woman with this middle aged woman body? And, you know, I had been told for 28 years by my ex husband subtly, um, covertly, that I wasn't enough, I wasn't good enough, pretty enough, whatever. And um, so coming out of that embattlement, um, or incarceration, um, it, I, I tell this story all the time. I guess I'll tell it one more time. Yeah. Tell it. Cause I haven't heard it. And okay. So one day I, so I knew, so I do my own spiritual practice of meditation and journaling. And during divorce, I was also doing my other spiritual practice of binge watching TV and maybe drinking a bottle or two of wine and, you know, all those things. And, and then going for hikes and crying for an hour while I'm walking through this beautiful countryside. Um, but one day I was in the middle of my kitchen surrounded by all this honking paperwork that I had to produce because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I know you're an ex-lawyer, so my opinion. Got it. Okay. Um, and I'm standing in the middle of my kitchen and I had this overwhelming wave of shame just wash over me. I was so full of shame. And I thought, what is that from? What I, I, I have never done anything that I should be ashamed of, but why do I feel it so intense? 
it was like in every fiber of my body. So I did what I do. I go to my meditation chair. I sit down and I'm like, what is this? And I saw myself in the middle of a room and the walls were covered with this thick, deep sludge in every corner, the ceiling. It was, and that was the shame that I was surrounded by and feeling. I don't know if it was mine, if it was my ex-husband, I don't know whose it was, but I thought, okay. And I just heard clearly, just, just clean it up, just erase it. So I just scoured energetically every part of that room. I got rid of all of that shame. Now that doesn't mean it doesn't come back sometimes, but I got rid of all of that. And um, afterwards, I felt so much lighter. I felt better. I was able to deal with all the paperwork that was on my countertops in my kitchen that had to be dealt with. And, um, and so that's, I still do that to this day. I, I, if, I'm, if there's something in my heart system, in that wisdom center within me that doesn't feel um, aligned, right, I sit down or, and either journal around what it is, or I just lead myself into a, asking, what is it I need to know? And then I can see what I can work on energetically. And it goes back to that um, chalkboard I mentioned, you know, that's all scribbled on. So to do that, do, to do meditation in that way, um, I find very supportive and I, and it helps my clients. In, in fact, Kristen, it helps, it's helped a few of my clients sustain the transformation they were seeking because they'll call me for a quickie, you know, a 30 minute session and we'll do uh, an energetic something, whatever I hear is needed in the moment. And then they're able to go back in their life and, you know, feeling empowered and feeling grounded in who they are and the truth of who they are and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. and that's all in my book too. I, my book, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a, it is a working book. It is a 30-day journey. You can do it in 60 days. I don't care how long it takes you as long as you do it and you get it done because it's, it's crafted in a way that helps you dive a little deep and then you come up for some air with some affirmations and then you dive deeper with some journaling and you come up for air. And it's interactive with my website, meaning that I've got um, guided meditations there that are specific to certain areas of the journey. I have um, videos that help you learn how to do tapping, EFT, um, or mind mapping, or and then also just uh, explanations of the, the word empowerment. And so it, it's literally about leading the individual into um, seeing where they're shackled, where they're tied uh, to what was or what they thought could have been and then emancipating themselves uh, by, by doing the work. And there's also a section in the middle, once it seems like people's stuff is cleared enough, where um, the individual can create their new uh, divine plan, their new purpose mm-hmm. from this moment forward. And, and hopefully that is, um, not hopefully, I intend that the individual uh, grounds their, uh, cur- their new blueprint on uh, internal values, right. not what they want. You know, I want to make a million dollars. No, but on I am, I am um, happy. I am financially well. I am creative. I am joyous. Whatever you know, whatever those values are, 
from within themselves. Because when we can discern what those are within ourselves, Kristen, then we can manifest the thing we say we want. I think that the the erroneous thing, when the secret came out, yeah, I'm dissing it. uh, When it came out, they only did one side of the law of circulation. And the side that they actually talked about and taught and everybody wanted to get on that secret train was um, how to manifest things in your life. But in my experience, there's the other side of the law of circulation. And that means you have to give. So Mm -hmm. in clearing your mind, you're giving it away, right? You clean out a closet. You don't put it in your garbage can. Please, God, I hope you don't put it in your You know, you donate it. You give it to somebody else who needs it. You pay it forward. And, um, And in doing that, that law of circulation kicks in. It's like, as I give, I do receive. And so in order to manifest the thing you say you want, you've got to clean out the garbage in your head. The, oh, I was going to say a bad word. Um, the garbage in your heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in order to have a, a clear, clean vessel for the, for the universe, the infinite, the source energy, to manifest the things you think you really want. But it can't manifest on a garbage pile. Right. On a dung heap. Right. I mean, it can. It can. And we've seen people that actually survive on those dung heaps, unfortunately. But it needs, in order to honor the thing you're calling into your life, it needs a pristine container. And that's you. Right. To, to, as much as you humanly can, right? right. Because the muck shows up. It always, we're living a life. We're, you know, we are experiencing a life from, you know, there's circumstances and we cannot turn away from the circumstance. We can just become better at how we deal and react to those and how we disengage from them. Right. And so... There's a way in which, so I, you know, you, you write out all these stories and what's going on. And then when you've got something that's weighing on you and it's, it's instead of focusing on so much, why is this terrible thing happening? It's, it's changing the question almost to, you know, like you said, what do I need to know? Why am I seeing this? What? And, and meditating from that place, changing the question from where, where we're stuck in, oh, this is so terrible. And why is this so terrible? Why? Oh, why? (laughs) You know, I've been there um, to, to move it around to something that gives us some power. Right. So because we're human beings and we need to make meaning out of things, you know, that's what the mind wants to do. That's why we have the why. And then we have the how. You know, why did this happen to me and how can I change it? Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you actually commit to the change. You know, because sometimes people get the answer, oh, you need to change by doing this. And they're like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that one. Give me another. Oh, give me, a, you know, it's like being at a blackjack table. Hit me again. No, hit me again. Right. So, right. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's like, well, I know, <laughs> I know. And unfortunately this is what we signed up. Everybody signed up for this. Yeah. I, I don't like it either. But um, the other day I had the privilege to work with a woman um, who's now my client um, because 
she, once we had, once I could get some of the story out of her so I could actually hear what she really was wanting, um, she said, I, I want to not be depressed anymore. And I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. I, I said, are you ready to do a kind of a guided meditation? Yep. And so I, I led her into this um, meditation where I had her ask her depression what, it's really simple, right, people? It's just so simple. So I had her ask her depression, what is it I need to know? And what is it you want me, you try, you've been trying to tell me for, I think she was depressed for 10 years, mm-hmm. with lots of circumstantial evidence to say, yes, it's a good thing you're depressed. You, I'm, you know what I mean? She had some really hard knocks, so I, who wouldn't be depressed? But um, she got that the depression was trying to tell her, keep her safe. And when she said, thank you, the depression said, oh, good. Now you, now I can leave. You're done. Right. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I'm done. And I tell you the difference before we did that meditation, this one was, her energy was dark and gray and she was very soft spoken. And when she came out of that, there was this light around her and within her and she was sparkly and bright. It was a different person I was watching. And um, she said, oh my God, I, I feel really good. And she still does. Because, yeah. and, and now, and, and then look at how the universe works, Kristen, because she did that. And two days later, her family came and they're staying for a month with her, with her grandchildren. Now, if you re- lift that veil of depression, I, am, I have no doubt she is enjoying the hell out of her time with her family and having a blast in her life now. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's really powerful. You know, what is it? You know, to put yourself more in a, a place of power rather than a victimhood. I, I, I sometimes don't like, you know, saying don't be a victim, but it, it's more what is a proactive way of yeah. looking at this. And you know, one of the um, one of the things I saw in reading through your stuff is that you help women unfold from the broken ideas of who they think they are. And what I'm wondering is, have you seen patterns in the kinds of ways that women show up in the ways that they think they're broken? Oh, you know? I have, yeah. I and I'm sure you have too, Kristen. I and I have chills just shooting down me as you ask that question because uh, it, it makes me sad. Um, uh, the patterns that I see, uh, and this is women, hopefully the women in their twenties and younger are not going to be part of this patterning. I think that that's part of what's happening right now is there's a, there is in the chaos, the systems are breaking down, but I, I have many women that come and they don't know how to speak up for themselves or stand up for themselves, whether it's in a, a, a marriage or a job. Um, they think that they're the problem. They think that they're not good enough. Um, they don't feel seen or heard. So therefore, they're not acknowledged for the work that they are doing. Although, you know, who knows? Maybe they are being acknowledged, but they can't receive it, right? This goes yeah, back to right. that law of circulation. They can't receive it because they're full, so full of self, low self-esteem and um and fear of not being seen or heard. There's, you know, and I see women that have been abandoned and it doesn't mean that you got left on the doorstep, right? Mm-hmm. But abandoned by their parents while they're in living in the same house, meaning emotionally abandoned, yeah. uh, mentally abandoned. 
being, I have one client, she's amazing, but she was never, uh, it, it didn't really occur to her parents that she would go to college. She was just going to get married, mm-hmm. right? She should just get, in, in the olden days, Right. <laughs> the only way a woman could take care of herself was to get married. So the man could give her the weekly allowance and grocery money and garbage like that. And um, unfortunately, uh, women, many women have said, that's enough. We're not doing it that way. And we want, you know, equal jobs, equal pay, blah, 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 me too. Um, but yeah, the, the, the disempowerment that happened, and I think it's um, not only generational, I think it's centuries old where women's power was um, suppressed mm-hmm. or absorbed by a masculine society uh, who eventually that, that, that energy system became so hardened that it became the black and white, right? The ba- black and white thinking, the us versus them, me against you, um, you know, hence all the war analogies, you know, boots on the uh, feet on the ground, boots on the ground. And mm-hmm. we're going to combat this problem that you have. And, you know, and, and yeah. it, that doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't work. And which is why I think we're seeing women um, wanting to take their place in the world, even if it's just, you know, in their own home, wanting to stand up and be heard and be counted and, um, feel good about themselves, even if, you know, even if they're carrying extra weight, let me feel good about myself from the inside out. And part of that is having the confidence to just be you and having the confidence to listen to your inner self who's saying, hey, why don't you go paint that picture now that you always wanted to paint or Okay, that was me. That was my voice this week and I pulled out my easel and started painting. So anyway. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just finding what it is sometimes that they really even want. And I think so, so there's part of this is there's so much, you know, we should do this and we need to do this. And we haven't been taught to stop and listen to our bodies, right? you know, to listen to our feelings and to our heart. Or if we listen to them, we get lost in them without knowing how to handle and make it productive. So I love this work that you're doing to help people to, to figure out, you know, yes, okay, so this is what you, they feel and this is where they are. And how do they transmute that yes. so it's not holding them back? Yes. Yeah. And it's possible. I mean, I'm, I am, I'm living proof that it's possible. So um, I I have no doubt if I can do it, so can many, many, many others. It it just takes the, the, I don't know if it takes the breakdown, Kristen, the, the collapse or the willingness, you know, I mean, for me, I got to, I got to go to rock bottom. I hopefully everybody doesn't have to do that, but I, for some reason, I'm a Scorpio and there's the totem of a Scorpio is the <laughs> Phoenix rising out of the ashes. I can't even tell you how many times I've hit rock bottom, burned up and started again. Yeah. So. I, I, there's also a number of it's people that I've seen and clients and such is it's just, it's been 
so much harder than it needs to be for so long. Yeah. And they finally are just like, I can't, I've got to stop torturing myself or I've got to stop being tortured. You know, it's not always recognizing that they're doing it to themselves. So it's lovely. Can you remind people again where they can find you and your book? So um, my website is Susan Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L dot com. And you can get the book through there. I also have um, inspirational cards that are affirmations and quotes and, and they uh, you just grab and go, you know, pick one and stick it in your pocket. But you can also access my podcast through the website, Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell, as well as my guided meditations that are housed on Insight Timer. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing your empowered energy with us, Mm. because that right there is is always inspirational. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. And listeners, thank you again for being here, for wanting to to live a life that feels freer and where you are connected to your purpose. Until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 